This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 111, Pleasure on Purpose. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. Today, I want to tell you about a concept that I just love teaching about. Most people who have chronic pain or illness tend to be people who are high achievers, high functioning, want to get a lot done, perfectionists, people pleasers, people who feel like they should be doing things all of the time. And often we're very good at getting things done and achieving things, but we're not very good at resting or playing or having fun. So I first started hearing about this concept and realizing what's going on when I was learning about nervous system regulation and especially with pain reprocessing therapy, PRT. When I was doing the trainings from Dr. Schubner and Alan Gordon for PRT, I learned about this concept called avoidance behavior. That means that if your pain is high, like a seven, eight, nine, ten, it could be your pain, your emotions, your sensations. If you're in a very intense state, it is actually less effective for you to do all the things you air quotes should right? These things that are good for you to do for healing, those can actually make things worse. So for a little example, if you were in severe pain and you know the things that you should do, so maybe somatic tracking and journaling, you may have a few tools in your tool belt that you use to get more regulated when you have sensations. But if the sensations are very high, that can actually stress you out more. Going to sit there and do somatic tracking may make your symptoms worse. Doing something like trying to meditate can aggravate your symptoms. So when the pain is high, when the emotions or sensations are high, the best thing to do is to do something completely different. So you can think of these avoidance behaviors as things that you do to soothe your nervous system. So rather than reading a book that explains pain and neuroscience, You might consider watching a TV show that's funny that totally gets your mind off of it. You could do things like connecting with someone or even petting a dog or cat. You could read a book, not about pain, but maybe a romance novel or something that's completely different that gets your mind off of it. Oftentimes, people with chronic pain and illness do not allow themselves to rest and to restore and to do some of these things without guilting themselves. So notice if you have a tendency to be critical of yourself, to be harsh on yourself for taking a little time off, for having some pleasure, for doing some self-care rather than always being busy trying to get more done or to help more people. When symptoms are severe and you give yourself this pleasure on purpose, you allow yourself to avoid or to distract, to not be in work mode and not try to fix it, then your symptoms will subside again. 
to the point where you are able to process the thoughts or the emotions, but it's really impossible to do when you're in such an aggravated survival state. When you're just thinking with your survival brain and reacting from there, it's very hard to get the cognition online to do these things that are actually effective in healing. So when things are extreme, really think of what you can do to take care of yourself. It might be coloring in a coloring book or even taking some medicine. When I do things like that, I still try to send the message to my brain that I know this is neuroplastic. I know that the muscle tightness I'm feeling isn't because of an injury, but because of my dysregulated nervous system and my high stress or my high emotions. But I think of how I can also help my nervous system by giving it some soothing, some compassion, even if it is something that I consider more of a placebo. For example, I used to take peppermint pills quite a bit when my stomach was upset. And so even though I knew that stress was causing my stomach to be upset, sometimes I would also take a peppermint pill because it helped soothe my system. I thought of it as a little extra help for my nervous system to get regulated enough so that then I could do the processing. Oftentimes the thing that you choose for soothing may be the kinds of things that you have a lot of judgment about. But if you are doing these actions with intent, you are doing it to soothe your nervous system. It is different than just buffering. So where if you're stressed, sometimes you might mindlessly scroll on social media for hours and hours instead of doing it mindlessly. If you get to the point where you're very dysregulated, feeling uncomfortable, you ask yourself what might feel good for soothing and you choose some time to scroll on social media, then what you could do is do it with intent. You could say to yourself, for the next 30 minutes, I'm going to look through this feed and I'm going to find things that are fun for me and distracting and maybe humorous. I had one client that when she was feeling some heavy emotions, she wanted to just curl up on the couch, eat an oatmeal cookie, get under the blankets and watch her favorite show. So that is okay. That is not a cop out. You do not have to Lean into your sensations every time you feel them. You do not have to process every single emotion that comes up. There are times that when you are very dysregulated, the best thing you can do is to actually be kinder to yourself, soothe yourself first, show yourself some compassion, and that will help you with getting regulated more quickly. There are times that we can tell our nervous system that we're safe and we can believe it. But what's even more powerful is showing your nervous system that you're safe. So if you are doing something enjoyable, you're playing, even exercising can show your nervous system that you're safe. Because if you are having fun, having pleasure, moving your body in these ways for exercise, it actually shows your nervous system that you are safe better than if you just try to tell yourself. So this concept may be kind of new to you. It may be difficult if you have some black and white thinking about what's quote unquote good to do and what's not good to do. You might have a lot of beliefs about sitting around and being lazy and what that means. So I want to go into this concept of pleasure on purpose in a little more detail in a workshop that I have coming up. 
Next week, I have several workshops coming up that you can purchase individually or in a group bundle. Each will be $7 or $15 for all of them together. The workshops will be about coming out of freeze, how to change your stress levels without changing everything around you, pleasure on purpose, and then an exclusive coaching call with me on Friday, March 31st, just for people who sign up for the workshops. You can check the link in the show notes for more details about these upcoming workshops and how to get on the list to make sure you don't miss out. And if you've been liking this podcast, please go over to iTunes, give it a five-star rating and a sentence or two for a review, and I would really appreciate it. All right, you guys have a great week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.